Annalise relieved some pain, and Sam betrayed both people this season. Stay tuned. This is How to Get Away with Murder. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What? I'm so happy we have this song back. We're back. <laughs> Listen, the DMs can cease because finally, finally, we're back, guys. Back on How to Get Away with Murder. Yes. And guess what? What's up? What's up? Tell me. We have a special guest in studio tonight. Yes, you guys are going to be so excited. Who is it? Oh, and he talks. He's like, who is it? Rome Flynn, everyone. There it is. Gabriel Rome Flynn is in the building. My goodness. My goodness. Yo, you ain't here. Everyone guested. I'm so glad to be back with you guys. Elena here. Hey, guys. It's Jamie Gray. What's up, CJ Walker? Back with you guys. It's been a long road. I mean, these past yeah. few months feel like so much. Yeah. Yeah, they do. And I kind of want to dive right in. I mean, we get straight into Sam's past. Yep. And we have Annalise reliving some of her pain. And then we have a wedding night for Oliver and Connor. A, a tragic wedding night, actually. Yeah. Not too fun about that. No, not at all. Um, you know, just going from the cliffhanger of uh, of, of last, I guess, 2018, uh, it was just crazy because you see where Nate's going off the deep end, Bonnie's covering it up, uh, poor Miller, and then you see Gabriel, uh, who comes into Annalise's home, and it's just wild. It's like he's a character that you don't want to dislike. You want to like him, but you want to learn more about him, and I think I'm kind of torn in between the two about Gabriel. What about you guys? I think I felt relief. I felt relief for this episode because I didn't know how to feel about Gabriel. Yeah. It was just very mysterious. Yeah. We don't know his motives. We don't know why he why he's here. Mm-hmm. And though he gave us like this cliffhanger, so his motives can still go very sour. From what we received tonight, I'm like, okay, you aren't this villain. I don't think he's a villain. I, and especially uh, seeing his, his younger self and him meeting Sam or his dad, uh, I think it's understandable. He just wants to know what's going on. Where's my dad? What happened? And he's going right to to the people. He's in the right place. So. Let's work backwards with, yeah. with Sam's past. So, Rome, you came in to a show that already had a tight-knit cast, that already had some history and had these storylines. How was it entering that atmosphere? Uh, you know... It was it was it was fine um, in a sense of like I'm I'm comfortable and like working and stuff like that. But like it was a challenge, you know, getting to know everyone, mm-hmm. you know, because they're set in, in their ways and kind of, you know, they've been doing this for five years. So they have a camaraderie that I'm not a part of and sort of like uh, and having uh, Viola sort of be the nucleus of all of that. And trying to me trying to enter uh, trying to get in the middle of that and see where I fit in, you know, because yeah. I feel like it's important to have relationships off screen, also on screen. Uh, it's very hard for me to do scenes with people that that aren't receptive to that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can do it, but I just find it's easier. Like you, you just you you can find what you're looking for easier in scenes when you actually, you know what I mean, like know the person or like them. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So it was it was it wasn't difficult, but it was it was a challenge. It was a pre- there was pressure um, because of the lineage with the show, you know, and and, yeah. and like diehard fans of How to Get Away with Murder, and you know, Wes, and 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 and, and you know me being black and coming <laughs> yeah. coming in and kind of people automatically assuming that I'm there to fill some sort of void that he left. So I think there was a sort of expectation of maybe me 
you know, trying to live up to who his character was and somehow being involved with that. And as far as we know, as far as you guys have seen, like, you know, that's not the case as of now. Uh, so I, I, there was different levels of pressure, but I mean, you know, I just try to do my best. Yeah, I mean, you held it down. I, cause, and I was wondering that, too. Like, okay, Wes is no longer here, and a lot of people are comparing Gabriel with Wes. Yeah. Weren't you one of those people? I was. <laughs> she's just like, she's like, I mean, I was. But you know what? You grew on me. Gabriel grew on me. And again, I, I think I'm starting to take a liking to Gabriel, you know, and, and separating him from Rome Flynn. I think Honestly, I'm Yeah. I... I'm sorry, but I've never liked Gabriel's character at all. And you all. can tell. Yeah, I can tell. Just, wow, okay, then. <laughs> huh? like, okay, huh? He's been, like, super quiet since he's been Keep here. because I can't. Wow, okay. <laughs> no, I've never liked his character. He just seems like, he seems evil and has an underlying, like, he has a hidden agenda, obviously. That didn't change until tonight, though. So I mean, he still has it. Agenda. He has an agenda, but like, that we didn't. On the phone with? We like, didn't get what? that until the last minute, so we don't know what that can be. And the only reason I say that is because, like, usually, and and people who have followed this show from season to season, they will call me the hater because usually I'm hating <laughs> on everybody. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, uh, I'm not a fan. But because of the surprise of Gabriel going to Anna, when, when we when we were done with them last yeah. season, mm-hmm. we thought that he was going to be at Annalise's home and try to do something crazy, try okay. to harm her. He didn't do that. That was a that was a twist. I don't. But still, like, why would he just break into her house just to see how his dad died? Like, what sane person does that? But here's but here's, here's the thing. So I think we're all a little bit skeptical about Gabriel, especially um, in that last season okay. episode mm-hmm. when you came into Annalise's house. But I feel like if Gabriel was really bad, you would have already done something to her. Even if she said she had a gun, you would have knocked her out. You could have knocked her out in the church. You but know, a psychopath, <laughs> a psychopath he did. He stole her keys. has a very but, like long term plan. I, I think there's something there, but do we? We don't really know what Gabriel's going to give us. He never really. Uh, we never really got to see Gabriel in his full element in sure. last season. We don't really yeah. know enough about him. You don't. Know, you we, just don't know. That's we just the thing. we just are skeptical because he just came out of nowhere, and we we found Maybe that out even like with it. the previous season when Frank <laughs> yeah. was at the college, and he's like, you know, he's here. We yeah. don't know enough to judge him, but we are. So here, here's yeah. where Annalise is right. Annalise said you're more like your father than you think, and I think that that is true with Gabriel because he kind of he came in. He immediately used his charm, even up until recently, on Michaela at the wedding, just Let's trying see. to get in. And, you know, like, it ain't cool. First of all, put on the <laughs> shirt. Like, stop. Okay? He just was just trying it. So I think he relates to Sam a lot in that way. And, Rome, yes or no question? What? Do we have something to be skeptical about when it comes to Gabriel? Um, Can you answer? Sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, I think that the reason that you find this skepticism is because of your relationship with the cast. Mm-hmm. Now let me let me challenge mm-hmm. you on this. Now disassociate that. Like disassociate maybe your love for these people like Annalise and these, whoever your favorite character is on the show, Michaela, whoever that may be. Um, what I see, Asher. yeah, Asher, <laughs> right? You know what I see is a guy trying to find answers, right? So let's not let's not kid ourselves. Like Sam was killed, right? And he was he was murdered, right? You know, so it wasn't like they did something good. They're all that fought for things that they've done. I just think that you reap what you sow. You know what I'm saying? So I think that whether he's there to get them or not, that's still to be seen. But the idea that this is coming back around isn't isn't like an anomaly. Like this is something that you kind of should anticipate to happen. Mm -hmm. They did 
you know, cut his body up and did a whole lot of crazy stuff with yeah. it. Yeah. So, you know, I think he's there to find answers. And I don't, I don't, I don't know exactly. Listen, every episode I find out more about what his motives are. Yeah. I think this first half of the season, because this is still season five, this first half of the season uh, was just setups. It was all mm-hmm. setups. It was all people jumping the gun on who they think he is, right? So now everything sort of hits the fan because Annalise finds out, the K4 finds out. So then at that point, you can have a, 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 a real assessment of who Gabriel is because of his motives, and now he has no reason to hide these things because now people know. So then we'll see where he lies on that. Is he against them or is he with them? You know, next episode, you know, they show the promo. You'll get to see. So you as a person, do you think that you are similar to the character? Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think I find similarities in every character I play. Yeah. Um, I think that we all are searching for something. Yeah. You know, and I Good think answer. that his, yeah, <laughs> I, I just think his quest on trying to figure out who his father is has a lot to do with understanding who he is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's we are who our parents are. You know, so I feel like him trying to figure out what that is is his journey. You know, and 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 the fact that he ended up with Annalise uh, going to Milton. Um, I like to tell people that 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 may have been purposely, but he also still does have this hunger and, and, and passion to fight for people who don't have a voice. That you can't fake. Mm-hmm. You can't fake that funk. If he did that, he'd be a complete sociopath. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, if he was faking like he really cared about these sort of situations like that were Michaela. going on. Right. I mean, even her, she hitting <laughs> on Michaela. See, look, I, I, I understand, like, from a point of view of a fan watching the show, I think when I read the script and me doing it, I don't gather that he uh, does not like her. I, I think that he has a plethora of reasons to like her. Um, the fact that you know uh, she's beautiful, she's very smart. She she kind of aligns with this his his ideology of, of of like this this person who's a like black queen in his in his in his mind of uh, someone who's who's successful and sort of on their way in 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 a way of Annalise because mm-hmm. he also admires her from a professional standpoint at this point, you know. So yeah, this is where it gets difficult because you. You build a relationship with the character on screen, and then you get the actor in a studio, and they start yeah. talking stuff, and you're like, hmm, maybe I should you love <laughs> Just all over the place. But we we revisit Sam's past this episode, mm-hmm. and I mean, I know that we've kind of been all over the place with how we feel about him from the beginning, from when he died, from when everything happened with the murder and the babies and et cetera. Do we feel like he is still a good man or from Sam? what was Sam from what was revealed tonight? Is it like, wow, you did all these all this stuff to Annalise? No, I no. don't think Sam is a good man at all, <laughs> which is. Yeah, I don't think. Do you think so? No, he's a liar. <laughs> yeah, if you're exactly. if you're if you're a good person, you don't need to find the need to lie. And, you know, I do think that he showed good qualities. He wanted to go back and see his son and see Vivian. We still don't know exactly everything that's going on. But I feel like from what we've seen, Sam's not the best person. He has uh, he's an emotional abuser, physical abuser. Uh, he's a cheater. He's just all the things that label him as not good. So that's my answer. He's yeah. just not. Like this episode also allowed me to see like Annalise. I think she is the victim of this show. Is she? I mean, so so <laughs> that that but that's been an underlying theme season mm-hmm. from season because we've always felt like Annalise is she the is. Sa- she saves. Yeah. She's been saving people from when they killed Sam from the very beginning. She saves people. She she wants to mother them and take mm-hmm. them under her wing, but she is not innocent. She's not without fault. She's, but like she's, she's, she's had so much happen to her that how can she be innocent? You have you can't just like blame her for 
her wrongdoings. She's, she's not a victim. You're victimizing her. I, I think that Annalise has shown us her Whoa. true colors on and off, like, each season. And even uh, Miller, last season, where he's saying uh, to Bonnie, you know, I feel like Annalise is using you in, in, in some sense of that word. Uh, I, I think in some instances that's true. She does save, but she also manipulates when she has to. She's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. she's going to use that in her everyday life as well. Yeah. I mean, so. she's she's flawed. Um, yeah. I think that, that she's such a polarizing figure in that world because she's such a crusader um, and, you know, the class action that she did. And, it, and it, there's so many great things that sort of overshadow the things that she's done that haven't been right, you know. But I think just like every other character on the show, I mean, she's done her due diligence. You feel me? Like, she she she, she definitely has gone through it, you know, and, and looks like she's kind of spiraling back into alcoholism and other things of that nature, so. Were you guys actually drinking during yeah, that scene? Yeah, we wasted. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was, Listen, I was, SAG I was, Union, I was just playing. Wow. They're going to send me a fine. They're going to find me. No, I'm wow, kidding. you are a good actor. I believed you. <laughs> she, was, she was like, yes. She was so good, yes. <laughs> what was it? No, uh, no, we weren't. Uh, absolutely not. Never on set. What's going on? No, it was just water or something like that. Yeah, or something like something that. Like yeah, that. Water, okay. water, yeah. So a lot of fans were saying while the show was happening that this tonight's episode, obviously Viola Davis is a phenomenal actress, yeah. but tonight's episode she really like nailed it. Mm-hmm. She really put on a performance, and you guys had that opening scene almost together, or that encounter of present day. What was that like? Working through that, working through the situation, feeding off of her. Yeah, yeah. Um... I you know I didn't I didn't see the flashbacks because I, I'm not there for those. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I mean she's a pro. She's been doing this longer than I've been alive. Let's let that set mm-hmm. in a little bit. Uh, you know, so she it's it's like it feels effortless when I see her work. You know, when I'm there working with her, um, I just try to grab on whatever I can. You know, as far as in the scenes that I have with her and in those scenes in particular that we had that morning or the afternoon, whenever we shot those, um, it, it wasn't too far removed. Uh, from when we did the last episode, which was the eighth episode. So it wasn't that hard to kind of get back into it with her. Um, and we found it. Like, we found the scene. You know what I mean? And that's that's the journey. And she's very good at that. Like, I've always said, like, Viola, everything that comes out of her, out of her mouth is gold. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the thing with me I'm trying to get better at is, uh, you know, sometimes the show will write for me. And they're amazing writers. Uh, but sometimes it's so far removed from me that I have feel the need to sort of change it or, or do something different with it. And, uh, you know, I heard something from Meryl Streep, actually. She mentioned saying uh, that every show, every movie, whatever that she's done, there's been uh, words that she wanted to change. Instead of changing them, she'll make that the staple of, like, the scene. You know, so I've been trying to be adamant about that and, and challenge myself in that way because everything that she says just comes out like butter. You know what I mean? So she's great at that. And, and just watching her, she's made me a better actor, you know. Um, and she's, she's generous, even when she's not on screen. Because a lot of times what people don't know is that We'll shoot the main like scene, right? And and we'll get in close, and she won't be on screen. And sometimes some actors will phone it in. You feel me? They'll just be saying the line to you, but you know she'll she'll bring it every time. That's awesome. So it makes the scene great. Yeah, mm-hmm. perspective too. Yeah. Then we go back into Annalise's past on the show. We kind of relive her losing her son, her and Sam losing their son, and kind of see we see her performance of that. So one miscarrying, losing a child, mm-hmm. the trauma of all of that was what was powerful. 
as fans of the show, was there anything new? Because I was watching it and I'm trying to, it's so hard when the seasons are broken up in the way that they are and we're kind of moving through the show. And I'm like, dang, I'm, I'm missing something. I'm missing something. I felt like I was missing something that happened in a previous episode, I mean, in a previous season that we didn't kind of get to get the answer to tonight. Like something just to make it all connect? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, as far as Viola's performance, it's always heavy when she's always talking about the miscarriage. Um, even when uh, we first learned that the baby's name was uh, was Sam, you know, it, it's just everything is always heavy in her performance. Um, but I think that maybe some new things. Um, I didn't really notice a lot of Bonnie during this time. I always thought about Frank. Mm-hmm. Um, I hated the fact that Annalise was blaming herself. Now, this is before she knew that Frank was involved, right? So it's just all those things. I think those are just the little yeah. nuances that we realized this episode that weren't as clear in the previous episodes. Also, this is just a side note, but Frank's hair is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> no, it is kind of trash. I've seen some stuff like that. It is kind of trash. The little yeah. swoop thing. The like, haircuts yeah. work for him. <laughs> they did great, though, you know, because they have to go back and film those scenes. Yeah. yeah. Those aren't scenes that they pull from previous episodes. You know, I think people don't generally know that so if you put it in that perspective like if I'm looking at it that way like I'm looking at Bonnie's performance before all of this stuff happened to her I'm looking at Frank and kind of he has a sort of innocence to him that he does not have them in this season Um, and uh, I'm I'm looking at Annalise and I'm looking at her before all of this uh, everything that transpired with Sam's death Mm -hmm. and uh, she seems uh, she she seems more connected, like more grounded. You know, I now at this point, if I see her, like she's stone. You feel me? Like you know, she got the letter at the end, and she wrote, she read it, and just folded it up and looked at her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I but just, if you that was see, now, right? You know what I'm saying? The you know, compare and contrast and how she was then to now. It just shows you like the character development that they all put in. You know, to to sort of make come back full circle. That's what I love about the show, though. I love the flashbacks. Like, at first, it used to confuse me. I usually like to watch an episode once or twice. But I like that they always go back. Um, Some things that some of the fans in the live chat were saying was they were going in on these wigs uh, from the flashback (laughs) scenes. They were just like they were talking about Frank. They were talking about Bonnie. Um, But also with the flashbacks, your younger self, the younger Gabriel, is actually playing. Yeah, he favors you. But he is actually uh, Sam, or is it Tom Verica? Is that his real name? It's his son. Yes. That's really awesome. You know, did you did you ever like? I know you don't have a scene with him at least in this episode, but did you ever get to work with him, meet with him at all? Well, uh, I met him. Um, I I can tell you that he he didn't have any interest in acting really. Like this, this is just (laughs) something that they did. Yeah, I mean, like I I think it was Pete's idea to bring his son in um, because uh, Tom had showed me his son previously, and I was like, damn man, like we look similar. He's like, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I don't know. I think it might bring him as you. I was like, "What is nuts?" But his son, his son doesn't. I don't. To my knowledge, it doesn't act. You know, so I was just yeah. impressed, like how you know he just kind of stepped into it and did it in that way. But it just kind of aligned, and he had to do a scene with his son, and they'll always have that. So that's awesome. Man. I thought it was. Yeah. He did yeah, it. It was great. Incredible job. Yeah. We would love to see when you go home. On we would love to see a, a picture of you. Yeah. When you were a child, and then. Oh, yeah. A picture of young Gabe because the resemblance is very wild. (laughs) I think it's the brows that sets it off perfectly. (laughs) Maybe it was the hair. Well, I had long hair when I was young, so I'll show you a picture. I'll find one. Some point and I'll send that it to you side by side to be a little yeah. insane because even the the picture that you guys I believe you guys took a picture on yeah. set was uh-huh. it I'm just like ah, yeah right scary yeah yeah it was it was it's just crazy how it came full circle in that way yeah so we're reliving the past and all of this is happening with Sam all of this is happening with Annalise we meet Vivian but then in mm-hmm. present day we have this wedding night that 
went completely sour. Yes, we did. Gabriel went off the map. They think he's dead, obviously, because they're murderers. <laughs> right. I, lo- I love I love the K4, K5. We were having that debate <laughs> K5. earlier. It's always I, I like it as K5, 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 but I get it. It's, it's K5 more. now because of Gabriel. Well, no, no, he yeah. hates that. I know he's <laughs> asking that. Yeah, as your fan, I'm just messing with you. Well, no, it's all. Debate in the chat room if you feel more comfortable with K4 or K5. Yeah, let us know. And we'll see what happens with that. So in the present day, it's like mayhem. Oliver and Connor are supposed to be having a magical wedding night. That's not happening. Connor sees his mom... Asher doing her thing, <laughs> doing, doing his thing. thing. You're yeah, proud yeah. of that. Why are you so proud? <laughs> you like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not I don't proud know what it is it. with you and Asher. I'm not I proud don't know of it. it I'm just saying Asher is my dude. He seems like a he's dope a less guy problematic one on the show. I could yeah. say. He I seems don't know about like, that either. He, he runs people like over. An awesome guy. Yeah, his right. character seems like an awesome guy to like just party with, hang out with. He's, he's a bro. That's why he's unassuming. Like you know, he doesn't. He's a comic relief. He's funny too in real life. That I love Matt. He seems like such a great dude. Y'all ever get to meet him, man? Even like, just from his social media, he seems like yeah. he's uh, just always like standing up for people, standing up for he's yeah. definitely right. a people. I'm like, person. oh, he's woke. I like he's it. definitely. Oh, he's very woke. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's very. He's one of the most socially active people that I know. I mean, across the board, not just like you know. He'll, he'll talk to you about white supremacy. He'll talk about white privilege. You know, he. I mean, he trying. He's schooling me, and I'm cool. Like, tell me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I don't know everything, and you know, that was the first thing I, I talked to him about. Um, as far as handling that, you know, stepping into that space and being who he is and saying, you know, calling these things out and how he said how he kind of like uh, was able to adjust the backlash from that and also being on this show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's a lot going on, but he's a very smart guy. Um, you know, he's a good guy. I love Matt. I've always been an advocate for Asher on the show. I can't. He's, hey. No, he's an airhead and I'm not like, oh, oh fan Asher. But I've been an advocate of Asher on the show because when it gets really heavy and a little crazy, he always brings the yeah. comical relief. Yeah. Like yeah. He, he brings us the, okay, I could breathe again. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So That's, I'm a fan of him in that aspect. Yeah. CJ. I, I just really like him because he like reminds me his character reminds me of myself a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just feel like we relate on that level. <laughs> so I, yeah. So, whatever. (laughs) Asher sucks. Um, The character, not the person. But we're we're reliving this wedding night from hell, basically. And everyone has things that are going on. But there was this... When when Annalise and Gabriel was having a conversation, I remember her telling him, it's better to have no father than a bad one. Mm -hmm. And she started to go through her not having a dad. Now, we know the drama with her family. But I remember sitting there and I was like, "But, but he was there. Like her dad was there. He was he abused. He was abusive. Yeah. And he did some crazy things. But for some reason, when she was saying it's better to have no dad than a bad one, that kind of really struck Do me. Do you agree with that statement? I agree with I, I agree with what Annalise is saying. That's real life. So I, I think people really get it misconstrued with parents mm-hmm. in the household. Nuclear family is you know what you want to go for, but I I think it's. I think it's hard to say, like, you know, not everyone's parents are the exact same. Someone could have an amazing father in the house, but they grew up with their dad. And someone could have no father in the house, and maybe they are raised a lot better. It's all, you know, perspective and what happens in that home. Yeah. So I totally agree. Because yeah. it's just, if you have a bad father, do you want that bad father? Like, there are, there are bad parents in the world. I mean, but yeah. when did you want... Both your parents and not just like not know who you don't want just anybody. Is. That's that that's, that's a word for somebody. That's relationship. Right. What, if, what you don't know won't hurt you. Yeah. And I think the idea of of your imagination and maybe who this guy could be, and that's that's like what's driving Gabriel honestly. Right. Is that he doesn't know, and 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 this idea that it's better to have no father than a bad one. It's like 
if you had known that he was bad or not, if he wasn't there, it's left to speculation and to opinion. So you kind of can build off that in your own imagination. As Gabriel can obviously, he's been saying like you're just trying to make him out to be this bad guy. Like you're just saying that because he hurt you. He's you know he's kind of ref- deflecting those things mm-hmm. because he doesn't know anything and he fears that you know if that's the truth about him, what does that mean about Gabriel? What mm-hmm. does that mean about him as as a, as a man as grown up and He's probably thinking like, damn, I'm in this, this woman's house. All the things that he's kind of done, it's like now he's second guessing himself. And, and for me, I just feel like her saying that to him is going to drive, he's going to do two things, either drive Gabriel in a direction that's just completely this villain guy who wants revenge or it's going to go the opposite way. He's going to want to be completely different than who his dad was. So I guess we'll find out. I think the grass is always greener to answer your question. When you have a dad and he's a bad dad, you're like, I'd rather not have one. And when you don't have a dad, you're like, well, I'd rather have a dad than not have a bad one. And to your point, we see Gabriel have this moment in his bedroom after the conversation with Annalise. And he's flipping, playing around with the ball that he had with his one encounter with his dad, which also Mm -hmm. was just emotional. Whether you like Gabriel or not, Mm -hmm. that moment was was powerful. But then he starts to cry. So as an actor... Mm-hmm. what did you draw from to bring that tear? Like, what were you thinking? How did you bring that performance for that scene? You know, um, well, let me address the first thing you said. Uh, I don't think that we know or not yet if uh, if he knew that was his dad. You know what I'm saying? I don't think we know at, the, at this point of him looking at the basketball. I think that that basketball sim- sim- symbolized, like, what, what the viewers know. You know what I'm saying? The viewers know mm-hmm. the basketball symbolizes that he met his dad with that basketball. But I, I don't know if it's common knowledge to him at that point if he's like, I remember when I met my dad. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think that he's probably reflecting Inside on... Scoop. Right? Yeah, you know, I, I'm just saying, I think he's sort of reflecting on everything that kind of transpired and um, figuring out who this, this guy is. You know, maybe he's a bad guy. Maybe he is. Like I said, what does this mean about me? You know, so I think he was just very... Uh, inward uh, on that and the basketball was just a symbol of that and you know they just did a flashback with it so you know it was good but um, as an actor it depends honestly like I've I've done scenes where it's like you get to get get there with a person right you know you find where it is and and, and you're in an emotional state whatever you're crying whatever the, the scene calls for right it's easier but I just find it's a little harder to do it alone um Especially in that day, I remember that day because I was doing other scenes. And sometimes we do double ups. We'll do episodes from, we'll do another episode. We'll be on two different episodes a day. And I think I was that day. And uh, that episode, that part of the scene was like during the middle of the day, you know. So then it's like, I'm doing this scene. And then it's like, oh, by the way, you're in this emotional state where you need to be whatever. And it's like, okay. You know, so um, there's not really anything for me to draw from. Um, I, I, I don't really like try to approach it that way. Um, it's not necessarily like the healthiest thing to do to try to bring up things that make you hurt and cry like that. I think that I, I kind of I do that. Right? <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I just think from you know over time I just yeah that that's what you do. No, I mean it some actors happens. do. I mean some actors don't. I mean uh, uh, if you study the Stanislavski method, like you don't do that. You know mm-hmm. you kind of work off repetition, and I think that over time. Um, being on a sofa for two and a half years that I was, it's it's a little easier for me to tap into that space and not have to think about 
things that make me want to cry. Have you, you ever know? had like those fake tears they put in? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm, yeah, I've had it before. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think most people do. Honestly, you, yeah. you you never you never be able to tell. Yeah. But um, the performance isn't in that. That's the thing. This <laughs> <laughs> is people don't get. You know, I'm just saying, like, for viewers, maybe. But like, I feel like the tears are a representation of what sadness is to a lot of people, right? But you don't necessarily need that to for the scene to be great. Um, I just think in that scene we ended up doing it, and it and it was great, but. You know, I don't. I, I just feel like it's the visual representation that people want. Oh my god, he's crying. I want to see the tears. But if you're able to pull that off without that, like that, I feel like kind of sets you apart and, and kind of makes you a good actor if you can do that. Yeah. Moving into our special segment, so you brought up this kind of inside scoop about the basketball, not yeah, the basketball, yeah. and they shamed me before the show started today <laughs> because I was asking Rome if he's a basketball fan, and apparently he is trying to play me. <laughs> but know? now thinking about it. The ball had the Chicago Bulls on there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is that your actual team? Being that that's like Um, you know, I actually don't have a team, uh, but I, I will <laughs> I will say that, you know, Pete, uh the showrunner creator, he's very good with that. Um, he's good from drawing things from you personally. And I'll tell you this. Um, when I joined the show uh, initially, like they didn't know I played basketball or anything like that, which is so amazing how that first episode transpired as far as the first uh, se- uh first episode of this season five um it, it had nothing to do with incorporating basketball at all and he just you know was on my instagram and saw me posting highlights whatever and he was like damn you can actually play i'm gonna put this in i was like yeah of course you know it's like a dream of mine to play a basketball player in anything you know so it ended up working out and now it's sort of like a, a, the pivotal part of what people talk about with me is like yo that scene on the basketball court where frank finally like introduces himself to to gabriel mm-hmm. was like pivotal to to the season so yeah, I mean that's not my team, but uh, yeah, I still hope. I'll, I'll get lit. I'll say I'm the best celebrity basketball player. Oh, period. I'm wow. calling everybody out. And right, I, I hear you're period. gonna do the All Star. You into the All Star celebrity? I do. Yeah, I'm yeah. pushing for that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the NBA celebrity All Star game. I want. I want all the smoke. Oh. I want a 10 day contract. I want wow. go. You know. So listen, I got some goals. All right, <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna get it done. Sooner or later, maybe this year, hopefully. Yeah. Well, that's actually really exciting yeah. to yeah. see that, to, to know that that's a part of your real life, like yeah. your actual life, and they brought that into the show. I didn't know that they do that. Yeah. So I wonder how that. many other things they've done. For other, other things. Characters. I, um, uh, um, Carla's character wasn't uh-huh. initially, um, apparently, uh-huh. wasn't uh, uh, just didn't speak French, you know, and that was wow. something that she did. That he found out about, I was like, I'm gonna write that in. So he does that for other characters, so and cool. you I think know. So really and, and some people will tell me, like some uh, some of the actors will be like, "Yo, man, be careful what you say to Pete, man. Put it in, <laughs> put it in the show." I'm like, "Okay, like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're like, oh, you do what? Oh, we gonna see. You, can, right. uh, you know, you know. So yeah, he's good with that. But that's what makes the show great. You know, you can you get, you put in situations that you're familiar with. So that's with, awesome. With basketball too, though, just yeah. to um, piggyback off of that, I heard that you had a basketball scholarship. Uh-huh. And then you dropped out of college to pursue acting. Yeah. That's facts. a huge deal. You know, like, you know, L.A. has a lot of transplants, people that move here. What, you know, prompted that leap of faith? And what would you say to people who maybe are in school, they feel stuck, or they're wanting to pursue something else? You know, um, I think uh, I always felt like I, I, there was something else that I wanted to do with my life. Like, I love basketball. It's all I did growing up. It was the only thing that I was able to escape from, like, my circumstances that I was in. You know, so I could, you know, I was on the team and the camaraderie of being on the team. Mm-hmm. That's what it is, is really what draws guys into doing it. I mean, if you're good, then you do it. But I wasn't good in high school. 
Like I wasn't. And uh, after high school, I got better, you know. So then I had the opportunity to get a scholarship, which I bust my ass for. You know, I was going to say how you were not good. Yeah, no, I wasn't. I wasn't good. And I I would just show up to the college. You know, they would have open runs. And then Mm -hmm. I would just be there and I would just play and play and play. And then, you know, he would just he came to me at once was like, hey, you you always play here. Like, why do you always come? I'm like, well, like, I want to play in college. You know, I want I want a scholarship. So he offered me one. You know, and at that time, that was huge. That's it was amazing. like, yo, I, I didn't have any scholarships coming out of high school or anything. And I wanted a, um, an education because that's what I thought I needed to have. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's what you kind of told growing up is that this is what this way you need to do. And um, for me, I, I just feel like college, I, I, if, if you if there's something that you're passionate about and you need to go that right, then didn't do it. You know, but I, I don't think that is necessary. Um, I think that um, this is a time of like originality. You know what I'm saying? And and sometimes I feel like college can sort of stifle that unless you're in the field that you're passionate about. You know, as I have a lot of friends who go to college four years and they haven't used anything, you know, that they've that they've studied this past right. four years or whatever. So um just I would just urge you if if you're venturing into something that you're not passionate about, like get in line with what you want to do and and, and 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 just follow that because it can only lead to good things. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I love that. CJ, you want to take us into our special segment? Yes. So our special segment today is Keating's Best, and that is basically we choose an MVP of the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> so who do you guys mm. think uh, tonight's Keating's Best is? Wow. I got to think about that one a little bit harder. I mean, huh. For tonight? Yeah. The MVP? Yeah, MVP of tonight's episode. All right, this is going to be a surprise for the fans who follow me on the show because <laughs> they have nicknamed me the Bonnie Hater. Okay. Uh, so you. And outside of her sleeping with Frank, I did not know that they slept together. That was kind of disgusting. I puked in my mouth a little bit. Um, that was outside, the second time. Outside of that, they're just so gross. Ugh. Let's let's focus on the positive. I think that Bonnie is my MVP because when Annalise was on the floor and. I don't know. We don't know if it was an actual overdose or if she was just too drunk, whatever. Like, whatever was happening with her pain meds, I think Bonnie came in at the right time and saved her to give us more of Professor Keating that we got later on. Okay. So I'll give Bonnie the MVP for this episode. Cool. What about you? Uh, okay. So I was going to say Gabriel, but I think I'm actually going to switch it. Sorry. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, and then I was going to say Sam, but I'm going to, you know, I'm going to give it to Frank. You were going to give Sam the MVP? Only only for a hot second. Then I changed my mind. Okay. I changed my mind. Um, so now it's going to be, um, you said Frank. Yeah, it's going to be Frank. And the reason I say that is because I like that Frank, first of all, he's taken accountability and responsibility for what he had, you know, as far as his involvement in Annalise uh, losing her baby. But I also like that he talked to Sam and he's like, listen, be a man, be a, be a husband, you know, be there for Annalise. And I think that, you know, Frank is just always that good character that you can rely back on. Piggyback on, he always knows all the answers. The he devil. sees all. <laughs> he's not no. the devil, okay? He does not run people over, okay? Yeah, like Asher. But I, I will give it to, I will give it to Frank. Asher gets ran over. Yeah. Okay, uh, Rome, what about you? Who's your Keating's best of tonight's episode? Um, You know... I think that uh, Bilo is exclu- excluded, okay? Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> she's just great. All, it, it would be her every night, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, let me think. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to seem narcissistic, but I think I would pick <laughs> Gabriel. <laughs> honestly. Gabriel. Why okay. so? Why is Gabriel the MVP of tonight's episode? Because I think that um, 
when we first when we left off from where he was at, um, it, it could have gone either way. And I just feel like this episode set the tone um, for who Gabriel maybe is. I feel like it showed him a, a human characteristic that we didn't get to see this first eight episodes. Um, we found out sort of what his motives are, and I feel like um, you know those scenes that he had with with, uh, with Annalise, where she's basically saying, "Your dad sucks." <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's like trash, he's dude. dead. What are you <laughs> doing here? Like it was it, it was not gentle. It, and I just feel like the way that he sort of took that information um and and sort of it, I just feel like it kind of set the set the tone for the next episode. And then we find out what what people know about him and I just feel like it was a good setup for Gabriel that this uh, this scene, you know, especially um, I mean, everybody was great, though. Honestly, I did like Frank. I thought he he was he had a good arc, you know, in this episode. It was yeah. it's really hard to choose from, honestly. Yeah, I almost chose Gabriel, you know, but it's I think right. it, it makes me sad because it's like I'm starting to like Gabriel's character more. But I'm like, is he going to yeah. be a part of the K four K five? Or I just didn't feel like he really brought like oh my gosh. Anything I just mean like, is he going to stay? You know, as far as longevity in the sure. next coming seasons, is he going to be a part of the gang? I you can know? see that. I can, I can see, see him sticking around. Gabriel didn't get MVP for me because I don't really like the secrets. I I can't stand it. So <laughs> I'm I know. Not a Gabriel fan I know. Either. No, no, no. It's not Everyone's that I'm not. It's not that I'm not me. a Gabriel fan. It's that he won me over, and then right before this episode ended, yeah. he goes, "I screwed up." They know, and I'm just like, "Who is he talking to, sir?" Yeah, it's too soon to be crossing me like this. We just got on good terms. Well, yeah. Mike Keating's best. I agree with you. I think it's Bonnie because she's like handling all that business. I wasn't going to choose anyone because I didn't think <laughs> I didn't think anyone tonight really like brought the like oomph to the episode. But Bonnie did like clean everything up and was helping like um, with all the Miller death and everything. So I think her. Yeah. Just prepare but tell me, guys, say. who you think your Keating's best is in the comments below. Yeah. Well, let's move into some news and gossip. Yes. yes. All right, guys. So, of course, we have Rome in the building, uh, but we'll, and we'll get to that. So let's uh, actually go with Asia, Naomi King. Um, so I wanted to bring her up because she has her new movie out. It's called The Upside. It's starring Kevin Hart. It's starring Nicole Kinman and Brian Cranston. And so uh, if you look through some of the pictures here, you see some screenshots of her in the movie. So you guys make sure that you check that out. It is in theaters now, as far as her character, she plays uh, Latrice, who is Dell's ex-girlfriend and the mother of his child. So make sure you check it out. If you've already seen us, if you've already seen it, let it let us know how it was. Leave comments, live chat um, in the movie. Yeah, that, it's so weird Latrice. seeing her like come from go from a college student to playing. But she's not out. new to this. She was also in um, uh, Twelve Years a Slave. She uh, and she had a phenomenal performance in Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah, so, I don't think you and will. Realize that I she's think a college. It was, birth it was of a uh, the yeah, Nat, Bir- Nat, Nat Turner. Nat, it, was, no. it was Birth of a Nation. Birth of a Nation. Birth of a Nation. Um, and she's doing other things as well. In fact, she's doing um, another thing for the big screen. She's going to be starring in as the lead for an upcoming film called A Girl from Magodishu. From she's and it's it's a Pembroke Pictures uh, yeah. film. So good job, Asia. She has a L'Oreal campaign too. 
L'Oreal as well. Yeah, she's yeah. doing a lot of stuff. So it's like, you know, it's not just Rome, not just, you know, some of the other the other cast members. Everyone's doing something, which I love. And then, of course, Rome, you have your film coming out. So Tyler Perry, he's saying that uh, this will be one of the last Medea films. Yeah. Um, so and his sad. play is also out now, right? He has a yeah. play out. He's on a, yeah, so um, play. I've seen plenty of Medea films, and I'm yeah, sad that it's the last sad. one. But, you know... Timing is everything. So let's actually play a clip from the trailer and check it out. Oh, killing it. (laughs) (laughs) The Bible say, yay, though she walked in the valley with the shadow of little Red Riding Hood and the three bears. She feared no evil. Oh my gosh. Some little pigs was not around. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, baby? I'm okay. Well, you look bad. We here because oh your daddy's dead. I'll be coordinating the funeral. I hope y'all can appreciate what I'm going to try to do. And if you need anything, just let us know. I know it's about funerals. I done buried a lot of All the characters you guys see, uh, a lot of uh, pu- uh, punk from, uh, <laughs> I Love New York is also in there. Do you see Rome there? To get shot. <laughs> I think this might, be the, this might be the best one. This might be the best one. Anything featuring families, I think, is always pretty good. Um, like oh the family gosh. reunion is one of my favorite ones. That the media's family reunion. He still can't keep them teeth in, huh? Right. <laughs> wow. So you guys, Rumflin is in this movie. It comes out March first, right? So tell us about your character. Uh, my character's name is Jesse. And uh, he's uh, he's this unassuming guy, right? And he basically he's the good guy of the film, um, I guess I would say. Yeah. Okay. That's um, a, that's a, does he play like a, a family member of? He's Medea? a family member, right? Okay. So basically, what's going on is that it's not Medea's family; she's a friend of the family. So okay. um, my character's father is is the one who dies. Okay. Right, and so we all come together, and she plans a funeral. So it's, it's Medea hilarious. plans the funeral. Medea's wow. the funeral. Oh, it's funny. I already I saw it. it. I really <laughs> want to see it because you know I have my favorites like Die of a Mad Black Woman. That was the, yeah. one of the first ones. Yeah. Um, Family Reunion, which was one of my favorites. I just love um, every single. But it's Medea been a while movie. since I've she's seen great. You just can't Medea get enough film. of her, man. It's like yeah. Yeah, I saw it. I watched it, and I was like, I wish there was more Medea in it. Yeah. You know? can you, I'm going to put you on the spot. Can What's you up? give us your best Medea impression? Do it. Good <laughs> morning. Uh, <laughs> I really can't. I really I can't. Can I, I just can't. I, I, um, hallelujah? <laughs> okay, there we go. I don't know, man. Like you know. A little bit. All right. Yeah, I suck at doing him. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> uh, but yeah. That's that dude, He's a genius, man. I say that about uh, Tyler, man. He's he is, and you know, yeah, I noticed Mary. in that trailer, there's um, there's other people, like people from social media. Um, I can't yeah. think of all the names, but yeah. mm-hmm. you see a lot of uh, social media people from Instagram, yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Blame in it on K-Way. Movie. What's his yeah, name? Yeah, Blame on Quay or TT. Um, he's in the play he's version, the play. though, right? Yeah. So Joe and the Scammer's in this one, though. Wow. I love that we call them their social media handles. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I believe his real name is Brandon, which shout out to him. I know he's been going through a lot. So for him to have this, it's like The guy from Empire is in there, too. Who's that? You talk Um, about Trey? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. um, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. To, I'm having a blank on his name, but uh, yeah, him as well. So a lot of people in there. So congratulations. I, I noticed you stick with a lot of the drama genres because you mm. did uh, the Bold and the Beautiful, yeah. which you also won an Emmy for. Hey, uh, for yeah, it was yeah. Best Outstanding Actor Award, correct? Best Younger Actor. Younger Actor series. Award, which is yeah. amazing. And then of course you have How to Get It with Murder, yeah. and now you're doing like a family comedy. You know, yeah. I guess it's you could kind of consider it like that. It's a good like balance. That. Um, you know, I just got to give it to God, honestly. Absolutely. It's the timing. I'm telling you, because this movie we did two years ago. It was supposed to come out last year. Wow. Um, I think Lionsgate had something else they wanted to do for that time slot that year. So it got pushed, right? So in retrospect, and me thinking about it now, like in hindsight, that was perfect. Because now um, it comes out March 1st. Yep. The show stops airing maybe in February. Exactly. Like I have, it's a perfect segue for me to go into, you know, press for that. You know, and trying to work on whatever else I'm trying to do after that. And also the have and have nots, man. Shout mm-hmm. out to the fans on the have and have nots. They be getting on me because I don't talk about them a lot. See? But I got to remind them that they're not paying me no more. Okay? <laughs> like, I'm not on that. I'm, like, I, okay. I'm just telling people, like, listen, I, I, I filmed those episodes of that show, like, last year, the year before that. You know, and like I said, again, it got pushed and got pushed. So now, just coincidentally, like, I'm airing on that show on Tuesday and also airing on How to Get Away with Murder. And they literally just started like the same week. That's you insane. Know? So I just like sometimes I just I just tell God I be, I, I see you. He's up there. always I looking out. You. I love that you Pulling mentioned strings. him. Booked yeah. and busy. Yeah, stay busy. I yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Rome, before we head out, can you uh-huh. what should we look forward to this season? Like what can we look forward to? What as much as you can give us. I know you can't talk about yeah. stuff that we haven't seen yet, but what do we have to look forward to on this season the rest of the season? Um You know, it, it's it's weird for me because every time I watch it. I'm just like y'all. I'm because I'm fans of the. Sh- I'm a fan of the show too. I was a fan before I was on it, and um, I never, I never know how it's gonna come out the, f- the full finished product. Like I know what the scripts are, but it always comes out differently when I see it. It's always better than I think it's gonna be, and um, so I really don't know uh, as far as what, what to expect from the show in general. I think I can only speak on stuff that I'm doing in the show because you know I'm I'm, I'm only me. So I know that I have scenes with. With Annalise, Gabriel and Annalise have a lot of scenes together. Okay. And I think they're building up this chemistry that I'm watching and I'm liking it. I think I'm liking it a little bit. Not because it's me, but I'm, I'm liking it. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm liking it because, like, it, 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 it's making her be in a position that she hasn't been since maybe Wes. Mm. Like, in a sense of, like, like the scene that they had in church. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's making her sort of, for the re- yeah, sort of react in a way that I haven't seen Annalise act with any of the other K4, K5 or whatever. So I think that their chemistry is just kind of building at this point, right? So either it's going to explode or maybe they'll, they'll show, show, you know, they'll be best friends. I have no idea. Maybe you <laughs> so both we'll will see. fill each other's voids in some way because there's that connection with yeah. Sam and, you know, you not having your father and her not having Wes or her, yeah. tr- or her son. But also, I'm wondering, is Gabriel going to have any scenes with Eve? Like, mm. Eve came out of nowhere. I can see that. Maybe that's who's on the... I don't know. Yeah. I was I was wondering if it was Laurel, like I, I, Laurel's. Uh, you thought it was mo- her parents or her yeah, mom? Yeah, it was like maybe yeah, her mom. Like so. I was like maybe he got the number somehow because you know. I, I, I can don't tell know. you, not gonna, you're not gonna know. Uh, you know and, I, and honestly, watching it now, like the way that we filmed it, it was different, right? Okay. So now I'm watching. It, I'm like, oh, okay, because and originally they had the actual voicemail who the person was in the beginning, so now they switched that out and they made it even more intense. So. Wow. Well, you know, because at first when when I did that scene, I was like, man, people are going to lose their mind because based on who it is. Right. And now they don't even know who it is. It's like double now, you oh, know, because you goodness. don't know who it is. And when you find out who it is, then it's going to be like, damn, really? 
Like, how are you going to tune with that person? So We've seen this person before? Um, you know, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> you know what? Okay. Tell us. I'm tell done. Us. Yeah, I'll you tell y'all right now. I don't know. It, I'm just kidding. Here's the thing about the show. I feel like it always comes down to who's on the phone or who left the voicemail or who he called. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm always over that. it. I'm so you. over it. Is it. Yeah. Unfortunately, our time with Rome has come to an end. Hey. But we'll be back okay. next week with a whole new episode of How to Get Away with Murder. Yep, and yes. I'm coming back. Oh, no, we can't that. trust him. We, we, y'all we cannot yeah. trust Listen, him. I don't know if I'll be he welcome here next week. I don't know what we did. Uh, let me think of the episode. But until next week, guys, you can follow me on all social platforms at hey underscore it's lay. Hey guys, Jamie Gray here. You can find me on Twitter at it's Jamie Gray or on IG at Jamie Gray. What's up, guys? CJ Walker here. You can find me everywhere with ICJ Walker, even on YouTube because I'm a YouTuber. And Rome, <laughs> where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Rome Flynn. You can find me on Twitter at Rome Tremaine. Find me on LinkedIn. I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't find me on there. I don't have one of those. Um, that's it. I don't have anything else. Well, until next week, guys, we'll see you in the chat. Later. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first. We're the biggest in the world. And we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs> <laughs> 